This episode of Review After Watching is brought to you by. Hey, it's Brandon from Review After Watching. While I obviously enjoy watching movies, sometimes it's just nice to sit back and relax with a good book. Problem is, I don't always have the time to stop and read them. That's where Audible comes in. They offer a wide selection of audiobooks, original shows, news, comedy, and just a host of other options ranging from independent creators to the top publishers and broadcasters in the world. It's perfect for me. And right now, they're giving our listeners a chance to jump in and start enjoying it for themselves with a free 30-day membership. On top of that, they'll give you a free audiobook of your choosing just for signing up. Simply go to audibletrial.com slash reviewafterwatching, sign up for your free trial, and download any book of your choosing and start listening. That's audibletrial.com slash reviewafterwatching. And now, on to the show. Hello and welcome. Oh, it's a new week. It's a new episode of Review After Watching. I'm your host, Brandon Church, and oh, ooh, we got a good one this week. This time, oh, it's back. We rise. We rise. Oh, we're not going to fly to the river, though. You know, We're not going to the sea. No, this time, this time it's Dark Phoenix. Jean Grey, she's coming out. We don't know what she's going to do. We've been waiting for this movie for quite a while. But I want to introduce the rest of the crew who does review after watching with me. That is Chris Senior. Oh, and young Joshua. Yup. Oh, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Like I said, we've been looking forward to this movie, X-Men. This is the fourth entry. I don't think that any of the franchises thus far had had a fourth entry. Like the last version with Patrick Stewart and Ian McLean stopped at three because it was a horrible one. And I thought that maybe this was going to have the same fate. You know, because uh, X-Men Apocalypse was not a good film. It did not do well at the box office. did not good good critical reviews. It was just, it felt like the, the curse of the threes or the trilogies was coming yeah. upon it. But then they brought this one out. But it kept getting delayed. Kept getting pushed back. They had to do reshoots. And oh, yeah, it didn't look too good. I wasn't excited. I was confused. Not, I don't know what's going to happen. And then Disney bought them. So then you really don't know what's going to go down. No, nope, we don't know what's going to happen. But it's out. Yeah. It's out now. And we just got a chance to see it. We saw it today, opening night on Thursday. Yep. We want to let you guys know about it. But first, what's going on with you two? How things been? Um, everything with me has been a okay. It's been a long walk week. I'm just happy to get it over with and done. I'm, other than that, I'm just um let's see, uh I'm excited. Oh, this is like event going on next week that I'm looking forward to. It's called um E three. It's the, like, it's a video game conference thing. It's kind of like, you know, like a Comic-Con for, like, video games or, like, an Apple event for video games. So it's, uh-huh. it's in that realm. So that's about it. I'm doing good. All right. Dad, what about yourself? Well, I'm excited. Uh, you know, your little brother's coming up with a, his first play that he's going to be in. Oh, yeah, that's but right. But you said you were excited. Why? why? Well, because it's his first play. You know, oh. first time he's participating. not you're not going to, you know, do a whole lot, but, you know, be excited about that. But I, after that, shortly after that, go on a little vacation, have a little good time, uh, relax, kick back, and uh, 
Okay. Enjoy is, life. Is this your way of telling us now? Because I didn't know nothing about it. Ah, uh, yes. I did. I told you we were going on vacation. Mm, well, you're going on vacation well. I do remember, but I didn't think it was this early. No, we're going to go to Hawaii. I thought it was later. Oh, yeah. I remember now. Yeah. No, time has really flown. <laughs> School yeah. will be out. No, but I thought I thought you were going. I, for some reason in my head, it was the end of June, not the beginning. No, it's going to actually, it's in the middle. What's next week about? is the middle. Hey, middle, yeah. Next, Today's next, the sixth. Next, next week, week yeah. is the middle Monday's of the June. Oh, well, you made it seem like <laughs> right after Saturday, which is only in a couple of days, that you was hopping on a plane. No, I said we're, we're doing his play oh, first, wow. and then shortly thereafter, you know, the next week, right, right, we're right. going to go on vacation. So I'm looking what? forward to that. What's my invite, Dad? Huh? Huh? Oh, man, you didn't get it? I didn't get it. You Check know? your spam filter. My spam filter. Oh, okay. I think it was. I think it got locked in your spam filter. I think it's under that uh, head of BS. Like I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, you're more than welcome to come along. Or not now. It's last minute. I don't, can't get a ticket. Hey, Southwest just opened up those flights. Really? Then why? Yes, they did. Oh, I gotta look at it then. Maybe oh, they were having huh? deals. They were doing super cheap. It was like inter inter uh, island travel. It was like fifty dollars a. A, a ticket what? getting down from here to because i tried to do it that's what because we, we're going to hawaii later on this year yep. and we were trying to do southwest but they didn't yet have their flights and their prices mapped out so we ended up going with another airline but you know actually i might try to do that check it out go with them you can I'm, stay in the room with dad yeah no nah, that you can't do but you can come to the island i'm gonna try to go on fourth of july okay dad you're gonna uh, stay at uh, kona i'm assuming right or are you going to a different island, big uh, island. kona they, no, that's that's one of my favorite items. No, uh, we're not going there. Honolulu. Uh, I think we're just going to do Oahu and oh. maybe Maui. I forget okay. all the details, but no, I know we're not going to the big island of Hawaii or the backside of Kona. Gotcha. Uh, though I would love to go there. Whew. That's a good time. Good time. All right. Well, that's, that's where we'll be going later on. But it sounds like you guys have had a good week. Seems like some stuff is coming up everyone's going to be excited for. But we had this movie. We had this X-Men film come out this week, and we wanted to see it together because it's been a while since we've seen a movie actually together with all of us in a room. That is true. But it was important because, like I said before, this is the fourth entry in this in this saga, this one with James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence, and Sophie Turner. You know, this, this saga, starting with X-Men First Class all the way here, and it was unique because we had never seen that and they kind of spat them out really quickly i feel like after first class i feel like they took a long time to well, come to this movie well after first class did well then it took a while before x-men days of future past came out but then after that it was like every two years yeah i mean between apocalypse and dark phoenix it's just been a couple years it hasn't yet it's, so, it's but, been a little bit longer than it was supposed to be because of the delays yeah now you're probably right because but you're so Mar, you know, with the Avengers, something coming out every three months. Yeah, it seems like this has taken a very, very long time, and, and it uh, didn't keep your excitement or buzz going because uh, Avengers was just taking off. You know, every three months something was coming out. That's true. That's true. But you know what? I always had a, a spot in my heart for this X Men franchise. I know last week we had Jimmy on the show, and he said that he didn't like the the Fox X Men, which I guess means he doesn't like any X Men movies because they no. were all made by Fox. So I don't. I'm not sure if he meant just this iteration with James McAvoy. If he meant just all of them in general, he meant all of them in general. Well, I thought they were great. There have been some that have been really good, and some that have been real bombs. The real bad ones were the 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 threes. It was uh, the last five good X Men movies: X Men One, X Men Two, First Class, Days of Future Past, and I would count Logan. 
in my opinion. I suppose. You could count Logan as well, yeah. I mean... I, I kind of see Logan. Logan. It is, stood it on its own. But it kind of stood on its own. Okay. It was connected, but I feel like that one stood on its own. The way they did that movie was really good. Um, and they had the Wolverine movies, if you wanted to count them as... But I don't count them as X-Men I movies. I don't count any Those are Wolverine that. films. Those I got you. Solo yeah. adventures. But as a group, I think that since they did First Class, I thought that movie was fantastic. Then the sequel was very good. It was surprising. I, I didn't think they'd be able to pull it off. So I was extremely excited for Apocalypse. You, know, you, got, you got Oscar Isaac. I thought that guy was a great actor. You got everybody returning. You added Sophie Turner to play Jean Grey. She's from Game of Thrones. I was like, man, this movie... This movie's going to be great. You got Apocalypse is my dude right now. And it was horrible. It was absolutely, it was just, did you guys see it? Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm trying to remember that. I don't remember the Apocalypse movie. See, see, it was a bad movie. Like there's some, here, here's the thing about that movie. I told you. Here's the thing about that movie that, that I, that's, that's really frustrating because half of it was really good. The, what they did with, with Magneto, his storyline, was fantastic. It was really emotional. It worked very well. I think, yeah, Magneto's storyline and all of these new X-Men films have been my favorite. Yeah. Even in the Doc Phoenix uh, movie that we just saw as well. Well, because his, his arc has con continued. Yeah. Like, from the very first movie, you see where he's going. You see his tragedies. Like, they have done him right. They've yeah. done Magneto justice. And I think that in Apocalypse, his story was the best. But once you got to the villain is where the movie fell apart. Mm. Everything else I thought was okay. It was the villain who sucked and his storyline and just, especially the conclusion, it was just weak. I mean, you know, I never saw Apocalypse, but I did see, like, the end scenes of the movie. Yeah. And it just looked like some, like, trash cosplay yeah. filming. And I was just like, I don't know what's going on here. I feel like the budget wasn't here. And Apocalypse just kind of... It looked weird. Like, yeah, why do we work. go to this design? Like, it looked like the, um, you know, have you ever seen that, like, 90s Power Ranger movies? With yeah. Ooze? He yeah, looks people like, were talking about yeah, that. Yeah, it looked so strange. And, so. and the re I heard the reason why they had actually changed his design is because originally, his mock-up, he looked a lot like the Thanos that they used. They should have just kept him, man. But they were, but they were doing Avengers, and so they changed it. Just like when Avengers changed their Quicksilver design. Because X-Men had uh, the one that they had. Yeah. Or the other way around. I think Avengers kept theirs, and then they changed it for Days of Future Past. So they were kind of stuck, but what they ended up with was bad. But if the movie had had a better script for him, it wouldn't have mattered. They just didn't. And so, well, I, so I w came to this movie with trepidation, right? Like I said, I liked the first two, hated the third one, and then this one had all these delays and reshoots and... Push, they were pushing the date back, and then Disney was buying them. She's like, oh, man, this is just going to get thrown out there, and it's going to be utter trash. So was this movie being made while Disney was buying it or after Disney bought it? It was being made before the merger was even rumored, and then they kept pushing it back and doing reshoots, and as that was going, Disney acquired 20th Century. All right, so this was outside of whatever Disney's... Uh forecast or thought process is for this particular yes. piece of property. I'm pretty sure this release is the last thing. I don't think Disney gets the revenue from this film. Mm -hmm. Or I don't know how that really works business-wise, but I think that this is the... Fox gets it, and from this point forward, Disney controls. I think this was the final 20th, 20th Century Fox release. Oh, wow. Um, I think they'll still keep the name, like they keep all the oh, other yeah, names yeah. that they have, but it's... This where the, the money actually ends up. Yeah, this is where before it was controlled by Disney. So, again, you don't know what's going to happen. And, and, you know, and after watching season eight of Game of Thrones, yeah, you're not sure. 
You know, you know, you got Sansa here. She's like, oh, I'm mad. You know, I was thinking the same thing because I was like, I see Sophie Toe, and I was like, I just didn't like the last thing that you were in right, right now. And it's just like, <laughs> it, it's just one of those things. Like, I don't know if I fully believe you as like a phoenix from like the trailer. So like me, I didn't see Apocalypse because everybody I saw, like everybody that told me about the movie said it was terrible. And just watching the trailers and the few clips I saw. Yeah didn't want to see it as like and it seems like i didn't miss anything so when i saw the trailer for the dark phoenix i was kind of like all right i want to see it because phoenix great storylines mm-hmm. like that was like when i got into comics as a kid you know i think actually dad gave me some x-men comics and i, I went all the way into the x-men lore yeah, yeah. you know i figured out who phoenix was so I'm, i was excited to finally see that on the film again after x-men trinity um Last Stand, not Trinity. I'm mm-hmm. thinking of Blade for some reason in my mind. But then, you know, uh, that's that was my impressions going through this film. And, um, you know, the film started, and I don't know. Well, you missed the opening. I did miss the opening. So you missed the entire way that she acquired the, the Phoenix power. You missed the whole opening, which actually was a very good opening. They did a good job setting up everything. It was exciting. It was It was really good. If you get a chance, you should go back and watch it. Okay, maybe. Uh, it was it was actually very well done. Um, but go ahead, continue what you were going to say after when, sure. when you came in. So I came in after, like, basically, um, if you watch the trailer for the movie, uh, Jean Grey acquires, absorbs this entity in space, and I came, came in after that, and it, it was just... Um, it was kind of a weird pacing in this movie. I felt like some of the scenes... Um, were longer or shorter than they needed to be and it just seemed like I, I, I felt like it felt like they were moving through a lot of emotions very quickly mm-hmm. at times when I was watching the film especially like you know Jean's like development about who she is and attaining the power and then you had <laughs> I completely forgot about for a little bit um what's her name uh, Mystique yeah Myst- Raven uh yeah Raven who was played by Jennifer Lawrence she was in the film, and it just felt like she was just kind of, you know, throwing, throwing her lines in, you know. I didn't really feel much emotional. From, and that's what I'm saying. Like you, you missed the opening where they explain a lot of the stuff that you're you're talking about. Okay, so it was just they me. delved a lot into at the beginning. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that's there that you because I saw the exchange between her and uh, Xavier, you know, in their uh, position. Mm-hmm. Um, but so you're saying they build upon that in the scenes. I well, missed. they built more of a relationship. They showed her relationship to Jean. They showed how the team functioned as a whole. Oh, okay. um, they showed a lot of stuff. They showed the events. They showed some stuff in the past. Like, they went and you missed, like, I'm going to say 10, 12 minutes. Okay. So there's a, a few things that were really good. D- Dad, did you get there in time to see all of that, or were you a little late? I got No, I got there in time. I saw him at the popcorn stand, and I got, saw the... Uh, that taking place, I saw all of that development. Okay. I came in in the middle of the <laughs> them rolling, and I was trying not to mention that, so I'm gonna have to bleep that out. Please do, <laughs> because because I'm the spoiler has returned. Yeah, I know, Dad just can't. Well, I mean, contained at this point. Well, that's an integral part of the of the film. That's a it's a big plot point, so I don't want to yeah, spoil it too cut much. That out. So we'll, we'll cut that out. But no, then like so you came in and you saw that was pretty good. That was pretty much the the very first scene. So you saw from that point forward. So you can see how they kind of tied things together, and you saw some of the emotions and the character interactions. Yes, I got okay. to see all. I got to see all of that. I think, 
I think they actually did a pretty good job with the pacing, honestly, because I, I didn't have a problem with, um, because it was a whole lot of information they were kind of throwing at you. They were explaining how she got her powers, what they are, how it relates to her natural abilities, and, and all of this stuff, and then explaining like how the world views the X-Men now. Because before, if you remember, the last movies, they were kind of ostracized, right? They were their own little thing. Yeah. Um, I don't remember how they ended in Apocalypse. I feel like something changed in Apocalypse, but I honestly couldn't well, which remember. Which one, where she was the fe- turned into the Phoenix over the dam, the body of water. See, that's not even this movie. That's, not that's even X-Men 2. That's the one with Hugh Jackman. Right. And that's everything. what I'm talking about. It already had happened. But see, they if you remember in, in Days of Future Past, they retconned all of that stuff. Days of Future Past kind of went back and changed everything that happened in the past. Jean, I thought they Jean just Grey, rebooted it. I didn't think Grey they... Jean wasn't they... in First Class, was she? No, yeah. she was not in First yeah, Class. Yeah, Her yeah. first movie was Apocalypse. Exactly, so... She, right. And that's when we finally saw her powers for the first time. That's when we finally saw her abilities. But the she, but she did, died, actually, in that movie. No, she didn't. She came she, back as a phoenix, didn't she? Yeah, she no, did. It, no, okay, wait, wait. Not in Apocalypse. She died in... Um, Jean Grey, Jean Grey died in X2, The Last Stand. X2, not The Last Stand, X2, X-Men United, with Hugh Jackman, and they were going up against uh, the people who made Wolverine, Wolverine. Forget right. his name. So she's, al- she's already become the Phoenix in a different iteration in the but movies. That's, but the whole point of the Days of Future Past movie was to retcon those. It kept some of the continuity, but then it removed some of the other ones. So she didn't yet have that power. Hmm. So it was, it's kind of like they were they were they were changing up things because the whole thing they wanted to get rid of X Men the Last Stand where she was where Phoenix was the villain, remember? I remember. And then X and Wolverine had to go and stab her, but they didn't really explain how she got that power. She just kind of had it, and so they the whole point of X Men Days of Future Past was to retcon that movie, for like pretend that movie never existed, but still try to keep some of the elements that people liked. That was the whole point of that movie. Wow, and so. Jean hadn't yet been introduced. Her life story hadn't been determined. And so they're kind of showing us now everything that's going to happen. And her first appearance was in Apocalypse. Do you think they're going to bring Wolverine back to the X-Men or introduce him back into this? He said he ain't doing it. So well, they, not Hugh Jackman, I understand. But I mean, I everybody, I think gonna, everybody here is young. I think they're going to bring somebody else to play uh, Wolverine again. Um, but at the same time, what's the problem, man? Like uh, You over-talk. Nah, me. man. You just like... Whatever. Uh, I'm a little violent over here. I know. <laughs> I Dad, didn't realize this was so polarizing. I know. Dad is emotional, man. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Um, but I think they're going to bring a new Wolverine eventually. Eventually, uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be... I think this is the last of the you know, new X-Men series, Dark Phoenix. I don't expect to be a sequel after this. Um, I don't know where they can actually take it. What's a popular storyline? Um, so I think they may move into the MCU. So it's interesting because, you know... Going to this movie, I realized a lot of the characters that we are supposed to be attached to, and maybe it's my own fault, and this is my bias going to the film, is because I didn't see Apocalypse. So I was like, I was watching this X Men movie, and I was like, you know, I don't know anybody outside of like uh, Xavier and Magneto, really, in the, and Raven as well. Well, so I wasn't attached to like any of the characters. Well, all the other characters were in it. Like Storm was yeah. not. Storm was in Apocalypse. She was introduced yeah. in that one, but Beast was in the very first movie all the way through. The same guy, um, like uh, some of the other guys went. Scott was introduced in the last one, Cyclops. Yeah, use it. So yeah, you missed a couple of the introductions. Yeah, uh, which did happen well, in the last. Yeah, film. basically the X Men, the students, like the ones that are like 
the popular characters that we kind of know and love from the original X-Men. It was, like, was kind of new to me. So going through their like, emotional arcs in this film, yeah. it didn't resonate. And um, I, I have to humbly disagree with like the pacing in this film. I, okay. I think it was kind of off. Like I felt as soon as we got the exposition of like the origins of Gene's powers and the reasons why, mm-hmm. we went into the final act of the movie, You know, the big climactic scene. It's like... Like hey, it's like we here's everything you need to know before the movie ends. I don't feel like they skipped it too no. much. Yeah, we did. They went into that scene, uh, exposition, and they moved into the next scene. Well, you know they're just riding along. But those were two. It was like two. There were two separate storylines that ended up meeting at one point before it went to the climax. I mean, I guess so, but it didn't seem like they built up on that storylines too much. Like, um, without getting the spoiled details, it's kind of like, hey. Here's a beginning of it just moved very quickly. It just I, I don't know. I mean it did move quick. I'm gonna say, but I felt that I felt that it was paced fine because it was a lot of it if anything I will say that it is a criticism that I didn't mind, but I can see it as being a concern for some some people. And I can see why you might feel this way. Is that I loved those movies. So I've watched all of them multiple times except for Apocalypse. I've only seen that once. So I got to know the characters and a lot of the stuff that they were doing is based on interactions that the characters have had previously, their relationships. So their reactions to certain events, were, I understand what they're doing, and I understand how it can go this way. And it's, it seems like what they were doing, they had like two or three storylines happening at once, and then they all converged on one point, and then it branched off to the climax. I guess so. I mean, I mean, I, I definitely like Magneto's area in the scene, and Absolutely. in terms of the story, it's like, I guess, does that work for you? I feel like it was more kind of going back to the point that you made. It was kind of like fan service. We're going... You know, we call certain things from the previous films, yeah. and I felt like they didn't really build anything new into this film that I guess to go off of. Um, yeah, I mean, I can see why you might call it fan service. I personally would see it, I mean, it was to a certain extent, but they're not just they're not just throwing it in there just to throw it in there. It actually has a purpose. Okay, it, it, it moves the story along and it, it keeps the characters true to themselves especially Magneto and especially Xavier I liked some of the things that they did with Xavier that he wasn't it was more in line with the comics Xavier's not this always right demigod who just sits there and he's just always correct he he makes mistakes and he's made a ton of them in the comics and I like the fact that they were able to acknowledge that he did make some mistakes here and that has consequences but did he though I do think he did yes okay I mean I guess like whatever mistake that he did in this movie would be up you know, it's relative to the person, um, you know. Uh, but I, I think it's good. I think they treat Magneto and I agree with you. Magneto and Xavier, they treated them very well. And mm-hmm. the, when they were on screen, it's some of the best moments of my films. I just love anything that Magneto is doing in this film, and his fight scenes do not disappoint in this film at all. Matter of fact, none of the fight scenes yeah. disappoint. Yeah. Dad, you've been quiet sitting over there. you have any well, thoughts? Well, I don't want to tell anybody. I'm waiting for everybody to take a <laughs> breath and end their conversation. Not and now talk. everything that I was going to comment on, there's nothing to freaking comment on. No, I mean, that, no, that's not, you know, a fluid conversation <laughs> is when you, you pick up where the person. Just got it. Hey. It's all this bullshit. It's okay. It's okay. Go ahead. Tell us your thoughts. No, I don't got any thoughts. What do you think about the pacing of the movement? That was long time ago i keep waiting for you to jump in you just every time there. i was getting ready to say something you know i'm gonna cut off jimmy here yeah, my name is josh no uh, no you're jimmy dimmy well what did you think about the pacing like how did you did it did it go too fast i too thought slow? the pacing was an excellent i thought the movie moved it moved along very very well they edited and cut it just right 
pacing was very good. No real bad slow moments. It flowed nice and naturally. I think the gentleman that played Magneto, Michael Fassbender, thought he'd done a hell of a job. He always does. He always does. Him he, and McAvoy, man. His, he has a Magneto presence, if that makes any uh, sense. A magnetic personality. I see there you go. I see what you're saying. You man. got that. There you go. Uh, and uh, the young gr young lady that's playing Storm, I had never seen her before. Was she in a previous movie? The last one, Apocalypse. She's a good Storm. She did. Much better than... Um, yeah, Halle Berry. It seemed like a more natural accent, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. my God. My God. Halle Berry's was really bad. Yeah, hers was horrible. Did you she... know what happens to toads and lightning? Same thing that happens to everyone else. And, and she's very... You remember that? I remember that, yeah. <laughs> she's very pretty, and she commands her performance in there. That was very yeah. nice. They, did, they tried to make her have the proportions to Halle Berry, right? She's skinny. She's got the same head shape. They did the hair right. So you could see how she could grow up to be Halle Berry. They did a great job with it. No, know? she's very good. They very did, good. They did good, and I was, I like seeing Storm's like uh, powers on the screen because when she was doing her like lightning techniques in the film, yes, it's just I was like, you know what? It's so much better than it was back in the day. Yes, it's so great. It's so I cool want, to see the special effects. Yeah, were very I, good. In I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. First of all, the fight sequences. They have done more fights in this movie than they did in the other three. And they showed the X-Men, the team fighting, showing their coordination, how they're able to do things as a unit. And that yep. was amazing. That's what I've been wanting to see for like seven freaking movies. That's they true. finally pulled it off. I mean, especially in the opening. You miss the opening. But, man, when she goes to... You've seen it's in the trailer. Yeah. She ends up getting the Phoenix thing because she goes to save some astronauts in space. And how they're able to coordinate with each other to, to rescue that rescue operation was brilliant. You didn't see that? No, no, I missed you were, it. You, st you still weren't in there? I mean, they took forever to give me my, like, popcorn. It was oh ridiculous. It was 15 minutes. That's what I'm saying. Like, you so I missed go the best part of the movie, like, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, in your yeah, opinion, yeah. but it was yeah. really good. Okay. That was an important part of the movie, the setup. Well, you guys are selling I mean, because they showed how all the team, like, everybody had a purpose. Everybody had a, a thing that they could do that they specialized in, and they worked as a unit. Mm. And it set up the tension for the whole movie. Yeah. You needed. You definitely needed to you see definitely that. Need to see you it. definitely needed to see <laughs> it. Oh, okay. So maybe that's why I walked in. That's like I don't understand why everybody's emotional right now. Yeah, if you I see don't the beginning of the movie, you'd be like, "Oh, man, that puts everything into perspective now." I guess so. Yeah, no. you're like, because I was like, "This guy, oh, this girl, <laughs> why is she crying?" <laughs> okay. And again, they give Quicksilver good scenes. Where he has something really important they to do. They did my boy, boy dirty in this movie. No, they didn't. I mean, he, they, they did him. No, dirty. no, no. I think they did no, him all right. No, he, They were like, you know what? You. Well, he's always had just, you know, he, he was always a background character, but he always gets his time to shine. And when he shines, he shines. Okay. I mean, I must have missed some shine. I'm sure today. they're probably going to do something yeah. with him in the, one of these uh, Disney spinoff shows with what Wanda and. Uh, where no, that's Wanda. They're not even talking about Fox. They ain't talked about X Men at all. See, this is gonna be hard for but them. That's to his sister, so. Yeah, but, but see, that's why it's he, hard to merge because that's he died. he died, and they were two different X Men. It was two different uh, two guys. different actors. And also remember, X Men had the mutants, and that's why they couldn't call them mutants in the Avengers because they Fox had the mutant rights. Yeah. Wow. So Wanda is technically not a mutant. I don't know what she is. She's like, she was experimented on with one of the, yeah. the stones, yeah. and that's how she got her powers. I wonder what they're going to do with all that, because that's so totally different. Well, Joshua said this before, and I think it was really smart. He said that because of all the snaps in Avengers, they could say that part of the consequence is that mutants started to come out. 
mutants started to happen because of all the snaps. That, that it's going to be the cause for mutants. Yeah. It's one of the effects, one of the unintended consequences. <laughs> and that's a very, that's a smart way of introducing it. Yeah. It makes sense. But you would have to reboot everything. Um, not necessarily. You would, no. because all these movies, remember this movie, oh, you didn't see, but this movie took place in 1992. Yeah. The snap took place well, in 2019. Exactly. And so one of my other theories, another way they approach it was that since this movie takes place in 1992, they if you're going to make a movie in like, let's say 2020, it would be the new X Men, you know. It could. So it wouldn't be the it'd be that whole you know series of comic books that's out there. But they couldn't say that mutants existed beforehand. Yeah, that would be the problem. Is Although it, they now they have they, the multiverse. They never explicitly said they didn't exist. True, but now they have the multiverse. They could always use that, saying that these are from a where this is a different universe. Yeah, exactly. Right. Oh, that's possible. They could do a lot of things. I mean, those that that's all predictions for like. You know, how is X-Men maybe going to merge into the MCU? There is no maybe. That is why they bought I mean, Fox. That, I'm telling you right they, now. They, they have bought to. Fox because they want a Deadpool and Spider-Man. Too. No, they're, no they're Fox, gonna, Spider-Man they're gonna, is owned by Sony. They're going to reboot this whole thing. They're, yeah, they're going to so. rechange this around. It's got to fit into an arc. Yeah, it's got to all go together. The Fantastic Four has got to all fit in. All of this has got to now fit in. I think they're starting from scratch from Fantastic Four. Oh, absolutely. Oh, well, yeah, they're definitely going to yeah. do that. 100%. But it's all like got to be able time. to tie into their... Yeah. To the, proper part but of the universe the, that those two properties are the reason they bought fox that's the only reason I, th- I want yeah i got you i think they should do fantastic four like they did black panther like have them just be characters in somebody else's movie and then make their own movie afterwards like, i don't want any origin story for fantastic four that would actually be smart let's get let's get out of that i'm tired of fantastic four origin oh, story man, well, that would be smart yeah. and then like bring in dr doom for real to be one of the villains man it's all going to depend on whatever their next yeah. overall their yeah, what their arc, next arc is going to be for everything. It's all going to tie together. Doctor Doom. No, I actually think they bought Fox. I think their idea is to do Galactus. They can do that now. But like, how cool would it be to like have like Doctor Doom? Doctor Doom. I mean, he's a he's a, a villain for multiple movies MCU because he but, is a multi- villain for they'll be able to people. do it just like they were doing They're, everybody's going to get two or three but, movies I mean I can see Galactus definitely movie. Fantastic Four because Doom's a good villain but he's also like a cheap he's kind of cheesy like he's a good villain he does some really cool stuff but the stuff that he does that's really cool is extremely complicated like time travel stuff and like they already did that I think a globe uh, a galactic threat works okay. you could bring in the silver surfer he talks to the Avengers like they could do something on that scale because you still have to have the Guardians and include them and yeah. Thor. So you have to be able to tie those or outside forces. Or you got to keep them separate, but they're in the same time period and parts of them can overlap and you can use them in other movies. You can have totally two different stories going on. Yeah. It doesn't have to be one huge overarching story. Oh, uh, you need that though. Well, you can have two stories that end up merging at some point. Yeah, that well, would be interesting. There's parts of it that can intersect, but man, that's now you're talking about a whole lot of characters. For one story, and there isn't one story that binds all those characters. They're usually no. That's bound what comic books are. They do it all. They do it every year. They do it every single year. No, we're talking about binding the Avengers, binding the X Men. Yeah, they do it every year. They do a huge. They do a huge arc. They, the yeah. Secret Wars, Planet Hulk. They do a huge that's arc yeah. every year. Yeah, exactly. They can find a way to make it work another decade because they will believe that. That would take a. Long yeah, I'm excited old. for the possibilities now too for those movies. I am. I'm right there with you. Um, but back on this film, I think that this movie, if you couldn't tell, was a really, really good return to form. I really enjoyed this film from top to bottom. I, I thought I was worried that Sophie Turner's acting would be very weak 
because on all the trailers, she did show any emotion. She looked stale-faced while she was doing her powers in all the trailers, and I thought, okay, can she just not act? Yeah. But, no, she showed range, and she showed that, okay, that was just the consequence of her utilizing those powers in the film. I got you. And I, I think that everybody did grow. She showed that she had a lot of time off in between in game. Game of Thrones episodes. Yeah, she. I mean, they took like two years. I didn't realize she was so tall. No, she's and she's skinny too. She is tall. Yeah, she is. I I had no idea she was that tall. Um, she was. She was uh, actually her stoic personality from Game of Thrones really worked well for this role. It did. It did. In this particular movie, it worked very well. I think uh, everybody was really, really good. Introducing new characters, I don't know the names of the guy of the oh, some of the, some other of the people yeah. that were with Magneto. Very good. The way they staged that, that whole scene, the special effects were off the chain in this particular film. They did an excellent job. The flying, the, the lightning for Storm, everything they were doing, it looked oh, it incredibly did. good. It looked really, really well done. It looked, it looked real. Yeah, I mean the CGI in this film was pretty good. There was like one scene that was like not too good, but. I mean, that's just me nitpicking, but the overall CGI was impressive. I'm like, okay, this is good. I'm enjoying it. It's not as bad as, like, it's not like Justice League CGI. No, or and nothing. the thing I like, Aladdin, the I thing I like about it, everything they, <laughs> everything they did kept pushing the story forward to a point. Yes. Kept pushing it forward. It, nothing was not used to push the story to a certain point. It always worked. Uh, Even the villain, I really like the villain. Yeah, she everything. She worked. was great. Everything yeah. worked. It was it was interesting because that villain was from uh, the Go, 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 the Spiderweb movie. Yes, that I couldn't place. I don't know yeah. her name, but yes, she was the villain from the the girl in the spider. Villain or her actual name? The, her actual name is oh. Jessica Chastain. That was Jessica Chastain. Yes, 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 yes. Jessica Chastain. That's right. She's a very good actress. What? Wasn't she? What, did she do Molly's Game? Was that her? I don't know. Is she? Is yes. she on? That was a great movie. That was. It was a very good movie. Um. So she has range. So when you see her at the very beginning, she's all bubbly and all sweet. You're like, oh, okay. She, she was like, I was like, man, I want to hang out with her. She seems cool. You know. And then things change, and she becomes a little bit hardened. Yeah. She seems sexy. Yeah. But you know, it worked for her character. She was very convincing. She was. Matter of fact, she was more evil than Jafar was in Aladdin. Like I thought she would have been more intimidating. I agree with that because <laughs> Jafar and Aladdin is terrible. Oh my God! Yeah, she was great as a villain in both movies I've seen. I love everything that she does, and she definitely brings like talent to this film. And I'm glad I saw. Her, so. Yeah, I I think yeah, Dad was right. Everybody was good. They all pulled their weight, and they delivered a heck of a, a performance for everyone. Okay, I mean, I'm it's a little underwhelming for me personally, sure. but you know, guys, I missed the beginning of the film, so. You know, I missed the setup for everything, and maybe just threw the whole film off for me. But but I felt the audience took it that same way. I didn't get at spots where you thought the audience would begin to clap or have a response. I don't know if the same electricity wasn't in the room. Really, I felt that. I uh, didn't. Least, no, I, no, I didn't feel it. I mean, it. I was like, I was sitting there, and you know, I had my own issues with like you know, guests next to me, but I saw multiple people around me. Just pouring out the phones. You know, oh, really? Yeah, to the left of me, to the right of me, in front of me. People were just like seemed pretty bored with the film when wow. I was watching the audience. I, I, I didn't it, see it that. See, yeah, it, it didn't seem I, to resonate with the people around me at and all. That's what I was saying. I think it suffered. It's it's a very good movie and it's done very well. I think it's suffering from following uh, 
Avengers. I mean, you're, uh, what is it, uh, withdrawals or whatever it is. You're just, you're looking for something, and it, and it wasn't there. They took a little bit too long to come out. It's, uh, mm. and it came out after Endgame. It might be one of those things. It's like, you know, it's, it's falling a rough patch. I mean, you, you fall in films like Alita that came out this year, Captain mm-hmm. Marvel, uh, Avengers Endgame, and... You know, Doc Phoenix, it's just, it's a tough act to follow, especially when you had like a lad and you had John Wick. So it's like, yeah. I mean, it's a, I can see moments in the film is really great, but it, it's not the greatest thing you could have seen this year so far. It, well, mm-hmm. there was no buildup. There was no real tease to this movie. There was no real big publicity going on to where you were getting excited to see this movie. Uh, it, I literally forgot about it until you guys would remind me that it was actually coming back out. Yeah, I mean, I think it's yeah. it's like everybody's kind of focused on like, oh, last week we had, um, you know, Aladdin and... Uh, I think everyone's waiting for Spider-Man. Yeah, well, Spy- no, that's no. true. That's true. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, that's a good point. But, you know, we got Toy Story 4 coming out. Oh, we yeah. got Lion King I coming out. Toy Story. Yeah, like... <laughs> I think Spider-Man comes it's out a first. Weird, yeah, it's a weird yes. summer because like, there's a new Toy Story movie coming out and I don't think anybody's really that excited to go see it. I don't think anybody cares. Yeah, like, to be it's like with it's, you. It, but it's like it's a Pixar movie. My kids, you know, kids are excited, but I'm not. I, I'm it's, not excited. It's, it's, to I'm see. not either. I'm not. E- but like, I know Pixar. Every time I'm not excited to see one of the movies, I go see it. I'm like, it was actually pretty good. It, it, <laughs> it's hard to be pumped and on the edge of your seat when every thirty days you're on the edge of your seat. There's a big movie coming out every thirty days. I think this movie's going to go into the same category, unfortunately, that Han Solo did. It was a great movie, but it didn't get the, it didn't get people, the box office, it didn't get the buzz or That's just because of Last Jedi. That's all the Last Jedi's fault. Well, I believe you're probably right, but I believe this movie's suffering from other blockbusters that were in front of it. You're probably right. All over the place. It, it's, it didn't get the... No, so you agree with me. That's what I said. Oh, okay. I said I don't, I, it didn't get the publicity, it didn't get the pump, it didn't get advertised, it didn't get teased correctly. It was hard to get excited for it. There's nobody talking about it in, right. in general terms. Oh, you're going to go see this? It's just going to be if you happen to see it. You're right. You know, it's kind of interesting. I was watching this interview. I think his name is Anthony Mackie. It's the guy who plays Yeah, he plays Falcon. Falcon. Yeah, yeah he, was, he, he was doing a press conference where he was talking about that there was no such thing as movie stars no more. And the point he was trying to make is that back in the day, you see like a Jack Lemmon or Doris yeah. Day, and those were movie stars. Now you go to the movies, you see a brand. You go to see Marvel yes. MCU. And, say, and the consequences for that is that like all the movies kind of suck nowadays. And he's saying that basically the audience, everybody, they go to like Metacritic or something. Yeah, to go see the movie, and that based whether or not a movie is good or bad, and that's you know I understand why Metacritic is you know it's accumulation of stuff, but personally you know Metacritic is a waste. Yeah, so I go to you know you know you go to people that like similar views. You find somebody has similar tastes than you. You listen to their opinion. You know if the movie's good or wrong. I don't think that there's nothing wrong with that. But my point, I'm trying to bring this up. I'm standing in line. I'm getting text message about what I'm about to do. I'm telling everybody I'm going to go see Doc Phoenix. And everybody's telling me that, oh, I heard this movie's bad. It's terrible. I'm not going to see it. Like, they already judged this movie. And having it hasn't even come out yet. We actually kind of saw it a little bit earlier than everybody else. We saw it the first day. This was the first show. Yeah. And so, like, this I'm... This is the fan event. Yeah. And I, a group of my friends are telling me they're not even going to see the movie because they just heard it was bad. 
And they only heard it from from critics. And I mean, look, we, we review movies here on this show. That's what the show is about. But I even I want to tell the, our audience that like, hey, we're not a the be all end all. Like, I think if you have an interest in a film, go see that film. Don't let me or anybody else determine whether or not you're going to enjoy something. Enjoy it on your own. You may love a movie that we hate. You may hate a movie that we love. That happens all the time. We disagree amongst ourselves. I feel that it's important for people to give anything that they have an interest in a chance. Don't rely on outside influences. Like, if you want to hear our opinion just because you want to hear us talk about it, it shouldn't necessarily determine what you want to do. Yeah, it's true. And, I I mean, I love, like, you know, people telling me they disagree with me, you know. Sure. It's a discussion. Yeah, I've actually had some people listen to like a podcast and they come up and they like I disagree with your point and we talk over movies because of it and that's how it's cool it's great to have that type of discourse but um yeah I mean going back to the topic I think maybe Dark Phoenix is getting a bad rap I personally think the movie didn't blow my skirt up or anything but I didn't know you were skirts well hey okay well in its defense you missed all the emotional tie-in you missed the first half First half hour of the movie, so you, yeah. I don't think you. It's a very good I movie. Mean, yeah, I think it was part. done very well. Okay, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. So I really, they, yeah. I guess, yo, guys, if you're gonna see this movie, do not walk in late because you're gonna be like me. Can't yeah, be don't, late. don't don't be, be late. like me. Can't be late. Don't be like me. This is another one where yeah, you can't be late. You need you, that. You need to be there. At that the connective beginning. tissue that yeah. really really does make a difference. Yeah. If that, it's being done well, because from that point they're pushing that forward. All of that is being pushed. All the way through the end of the movie. Yeah. So you really, really, really don't want to miss it's it. All, it's all very essential. And you know what? I agree with you, Dad. I think this is another Han Solo. It's one that won't do too well in the box office, unfortunately. But I think it's a great film that people will talk about positively as it, in the years to come. It is, yeah. Because, like, Solo, I mean, I still watch that film to this it's day. It's a great movie. It's a good I movie. really love Solo. It was a lot of fun. It's a really good movie. And great, I, great Star Wars movie, bad Han Solo film. Sure. But I enjoyed the film regardless. Yeah. Like, I just enjoyed it. Yeah, it was just fun. Solo movie, bad Star Wars. No, it no, was a bad... He, he doesn't think it's a good... Like, I agree with him. It's it, a great... Because, like, at times yeah. when I watch Solo, mm-hmm. it's like, I forget it's about Han yeah. Solo. <laughs> you totally like, it's, it, I just think it's, like, a, some random dude in space. <laughs> and so... So I think it's... So it's a great Star Wars film. It's a it's, great story all by itself, is what you're saying. Yeah, it but, is. And because, like, I'm, I'm, my preference when I want to see a Han Solo film is, like, I want him to be the bounty hunter already. Yes. So the movie I want is basically the secret that I'm hoping that we get someday. We'll never get. Yeah, but, um... Well, he's never a bounty hunter. He's always a robber. He, he, made, he, made, a a, he made a... a, a a smuggler. A smuggler, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, sorry, a smuggler. Um, so, you know, Solo itself was just basically a movie about how Han Solo acquired his belongings. And his name. In his name. <laughs> so, it, it acquired his belongings, his name, and how he's, and that, to and me, how he's gonna fall into that life. And that's, that's why it's a bad Han Solo yeah. film that's boring to watch. Oh, yeah. I thought it was it, it, no, it was no, a I mean, good movie, you misunderstand. It's we, a great, didn't, we didn't need that. I didn't need it. I needed him to be like the smuggler that we all knew. Yeah. He, he, so if, he, they, if they had called the movie Space Smuggler, I mean, uh, or what, what were they more? Cops and robbers or something? They were just, they were just criminals. Yeah. yeah. Criminal, a Star Wars story. I'd have been like, I'm down. Yeah, if they would have just called it a Star Wars story, I would have been like, all right, let's do it. If it wasn't Han Solo, but it was just a Chewie story, and we saw what happened to Chewie, Chewie before he met Han, I'd be down. Yeah, that would have been so much if better. If this was a totally different guy, it would have been much better. Yeah. <laughs> Think of it. It's a great film. I'm not, don't get us wrong. It's a great film. Just as we, a solo. We could have called it The Great Train Robbery in Space and 
had nothing to yeah. do with Star Wars at Gone all. Gone in 60 parsecs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly okay, what it was. Okay. But it was a good movie. It was. So, people, that's our opinion on Dark Phoenix. So, please, if you liked the previous X-Men films, I highly recommend you go see this one. I think you will enjoy it. It ties everything together nicely. You get everybody back, and they all do a fantastic job. They've been doing these characters for a number of years. And I think you'll you'll get, you'll feel complete. I, I it was a, It's a redemption story for me from Apocalypse. You can just forget that movie existed. <laughs> Hopefully, man. Um, I, I'm agreeing the same thing, guys. Um just go see the movie. I mean, if you want to see Doc Phoenix, you already invested, guys. Go see the movie. You've already seen the one, two, and three. Just go see the fourth one, and then let us know what you think. I, I think you should see this movie. I think it's definitely worth going to see at the movie theater to stream it. Oh, uh, that good. It, it's it's good. It's a good movie. I, I'm sad that I think it's not going to do the box office numbers. It should, or get the respect that it should. I think it was shot. Very well. The uh, special effects were excellent. The performances were really good. None were too cheesy, too over the top. Everybody stayed within their parameters, and it and it, and it works. Uh, I mean, everything was done to move this story forward from beginning to the end. So definitely should see it. It's definitely worth seeing. All right, you heard our thoughts. So let us know what you think. You can send us an email at uh, audiomind.gmail.com or just go to reviewafterwatching.com and hit the Contact Us button and let us know your thoughts on the film. But that's our show. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, Josh. And thank all of you out there for listening. Review After Watching can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Radio Public, iHeartRadio, and all other podcast services. If you like what you hear, subscribe to us on your favorite one. Or if you love what you hear, subscribe to us on all of them. And hey, like I said before, you're a part of the show too. So please go to reviewafterwatching.com and send us a line by hitting the contact us up button in the upper right hand corner. We would love to hear from you. But that's all we have for you today. But be sure to join us again next week when we go over some more movies here on Review After Watching. This has been an Audio Mind production. <laughs>